Yeah. What's going on, everybody? You are now tuned in to Views from the Two with your boy, Sean Pesos. And your man, man, T. What's going on, my good brother? Still in denial. Yeah, you both, man. <laughs> I'm still like, we're recording a day early. Super Bowl Sunday, to be exact. And yeah, around this time last week. <laughs> no, it's a little earlier than this last week. When the news got out, but yeah, around this time, I guess you could say that. I was a wreck. I'm still, I was still searching the internet. Like this <laughs> shit can't be true. You know, I'm still, like I said, I'm still trying to process everything. Like it's still, it still doesn't seem real, right? So, and we, while we're recording this, Kobe's last game versus Utah just happens to be on right now. Oh yeah, they just had his um Amar Rashad interview on. Mm. So. But speaking of that, I'm going to start there because that's kind of recent. I know this wasn't on the docket, but watching y'all Friday was tough, man. Yeah. That was tough. Like, the whole tribute thing, I almost ain't get through it, bro. I ain't going to lie. Listen, I'm not saying this in a joking manner. I'm, I'm really serious when I say this. Mm-hmm. We need to make sure that Usher is going to therapy. Why is that? Because he's done every tribute. Oh, he's like Stevie Wonder. He's done every tribute. He's done Michael. Mm-hmm. He's performed at Michael's funeral. Right. I don't know about if he performed at Prince's funeral because they didn't. It was a it was a closed I don't, event. I don't know. That's to be um, seen. No, but he did perform at Prince's tribute at the Grammys. He did, which I wasn't really feeling. But that's another story. We can talk about that either later on. <laughs> I know you had some thoughts about it because Prince is your man, but Usher's your man too. Right. And now he's he did this, yeah. Like there's a photo. There was a photo of him on Twitter, mm-hmm. and he's at the Staples Center, and it's empty, and he's in the crowd. Like he's just yeah, he's in the, there. I yeah. And that was one of the things. And when some, that's when somebody said it, somebody was like, "Yo, like we really need to check on Usher because like you don't, we don't know how much of a drain that is." Yeah, and like how that can deal with the mental aspect of you. And as he said, they came up together, basically. Yeah. So, and I know we not, I mean, this is not another. No, this isn't part two to the Kobe. It's not, but I will say this as as the resident Laker fan, Kobe fanatic, I'm very disappointed and pissed off at the people that got those shirts and now are selling them on eBay. You bullshitting. I bullshit you not. Come on, fam. They have those shirts on eBay selling them from anywhere from $300 to like $2,400. Wow. It's fucking ridiculous. That's disrespectful as fuck. Beyond. I'm not even, I hate the liquors with a passion, but still, if I was in that crowd, I wouldn't sell it. I wouldn't sell that shit. I would probably put that shit in a, Frame somewhere. That's something that you like. That's that's nothing that you like. No, you don't do that. Doesn't. But watching the game, I mean, just I I knew we wasn't gonna win. Mm-hmm. Not just because like I our style of play, the fact that we had those turnovers. Because that's if we have like double digit turnovers, we're never gonna win. Oh, we're the same way. <laughs> but. I just knew because it was too the the emotion and I everything was, was still watching, there. Like, yo, how, after the ceremony was over, like, yo, how do you play a game? How do you get through this? Like, right. 
I mean, I, I, I would give LeBron this. When LeBron, you know, we, I read the, the quote, I mean, his posts and everything. And when he said, I'm putting this on my back, like I, and everybody that's read it has saw, said the same thing. They're like, yo, LeBron, since a youngin has put the weight of the world on his back. Right. You know, from being, the, being like the man at a house to leading his team to putting Cleveland on his back to then to doing it with Miami, Miami then, then coming back, back, he has the shoulders for it. LeBron need to be checked on too, low key. Oh, he does. He does. And I commend him for his speech that he did. Yeah. Like when I was sitting there and he pulled the one paper out and he started reading the names off. Then he said, okay. And then he had the other joint. He was like, you know, they wanted me to read this written speech, but. Let me stop you right there. People online was like, oh, that's some corny shit. He really didn't go off, off script like that. Like they was downplaying that. Nah, nah. You could tell that he, it was a speech. Like the Lakers wanted him. They did do a speech for him. No, I, but people were like, oh, he did that for dramatic effect. Nah, you you can't. People were just finding a way to hate him. Like, yo, are you serious right you, now? You honestly, you cannot try to do anything like that to say like, oh, it was dramatic or anything like that. Because it's like, it's it's raw emotion. Right. Like, I guarantee you, ESPN did not think he was going to say shit. Right. Because <laughs> they did. Oh, that censor button would have. My thing is people were like, oh, they expected him to curse, 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 be emotional, be breaking down and all of that. I'm like, yo. That's that's because people look at how he talks on the shop. <laughs> yeah, but the shop is completely different. Even in that, he's not cursing crazy. I mean, he is cursing, but not crazy. But. But I commend LeBron, man. For him to be hated this time last year by Laker Nation. He wasn't. <laughs> Kobe stands was not fucking LeBron. Uh, no, no. I'm a Stan. I'm a Kobe Stan. You know I'm a Kobe Stan. Look how long it took you to warm up to him being a Laker. You didn't win him at first. When it when it originally was happening, mm-hmm. and we've been and, we, and it's, we were it's, recording. It's, it's, it's archived. <laughs> I don't know what episode that is, but it's definitely archived. I was I was like, no, no, no. But the minute it was confirmed, I was like, cool. I'm with it. But then all I kept saying was, is I needed. Kobe's approval. Even with Kobe's approval, niggas was not fucking with Brian. That's them. I'm talking about for me. I'm saying in general. So the minute Kobe sent the joint out and was sent the tweet, I was like, listen, anything you need, I got you. Anything. Mm-hmm. He, and he was like, I've called, he was one of the first, LeBron was like, Kobe was one of the first people that called me, said, if I need anything, he's there. You know, he's looking forward to it. And then that embrace during the game, you know, I think it was one of Kobe's last games at the, like with him and Gianna at the Staples mm-hmm. and LeBron went up to him. They, they dabbed each other when up. He, and, when y'all had the white jerseys? I think that was the white jersey. Nah. Wait, was it? It might've been. I remember seeing that picture. There's a video. I, I know what you're talking about, but that moment right there, mm-hmm. like that moment right there for like, the, the the Kobe stance who, like Russ said, was against LeBron because 
the LeBron fans was coming mm-hmm. and was going at, you know. Right. The whole. Yeah. Yeah. That moment right there for the Kobe stands like that was like, okay, he's good now. We can embrace him. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been was like, listen, I tell, I tell people at work all the time because they like, yo, like, fuck LeBron, this, that, that. I was like, listen, LeBron got on purple and gold right now. <laughs> I respect him. I respect, listen, when, when he was down 3-1 and came back against the Warriors, that game, that series right there, even though I might not have ever really admitted, I said it, that, that series. Yeah, because you definitely never said this. This is breaking news to me. <laughs> that series was like, yo, you cannot deny this man. But people will find a way. You know? And you got you like I've always said, you can't compare the two because they're two different style of players. They're two different goats. Yeah, they're two different styles. I never compared them anyway. Oh, everybody's going to. I, I, I never, you know, anything. I was comparing LeBron to Melo. So, but speaking of that game, somebody need to check on Melo too, man. No, he played yesterday. I know he played yesterday, but still, I know. But <laughs> that boy Dame. Bruh. That boy, Dame. If there's anybody right now since this passing that has, like, embodied Kobe's mentality. He said during the game when he was cooking one night, he was like, this, that was for Kobe. Verbatim. Is that, that dude right there. Bruh. How- like, five straight games? And one, what, two games was a 60-pointer? <sighs> What did he drop last night? 54? 51. Bruh. 51. Kyrie dropped 54 on Friday. Them two boys? They about to go. Well, Kyrie got injured. Oh, he did? Again? Mm-hmm. He got injured. Damn, that thing. He's out for like a week. Gotta put him back on my bench. Damn. Mm-hmm. I got a conspiracy about that, but I might go go there. No, go there. Because this is, this is the basketball section of the podcast. Since All Star is coming, they they tussled. Him and Bradley Beal tussled, mm-hmm. and they were tussling. And Kyrie fell, mm-hmm. and when he fell, his knee kind of like twisted. Twisted, funny. Yeah, but he landed on Beverly. I mean, he he landed on Bradley Beal. Mm-hmm. Conspiracy. Bradley Beal is upset. He's not in All Star game, and Kyrie is. No, is Kyrie just No, I don't think Kyrie made it. No, he's not. I'm looking at the reserves right now. Kyrie didn't make it. He didn't. Okay. Conspiracy out the window. (laughs) (laughs) He's about to say he didn't do it on purpose? Wow. Listen. I mean, you never know. Never know. Listen. Speaking of All-Star, I got a gripe with the NBA. Question, my good brother. What's up? How many games has Zion played this season? Zion Uh, Williamson? Like five. Five? Maybe. <laughs> I, I give him five. Okay. I give him a cool five. I might sound like a homer for this, but our rookie, Matisse Thibault, who is one of the top five in statistics for steals, deflections, and what is it? Blocks for a rookie? Was not on the Rising Stars list, but Zion made it. Can you explain that to me? 
And and Thibault's only missed what seven games, eight games, maybe <sighs> this season. And there was some other rookies that got left off, like Michael Porter Jr. He got left off. Well, I I wouldn't say the Rising Stars. It's for it's now known as the Rising Stars. It's yeah, formally rookie sophomore. rookie sophomore, but now I think it's even like within your first three years. I want to say. I know it's mainly rookies and sophomores. Right. And Luca's been, what, he's a sophomore? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I don't really think he needs to be in that game personally because he's already a superstar in some people's eyes. Mm. But I guess if you're going off the rookie I sophomore I mean, if you model, if you go off rookie sophomore, then I got to think back, like, did LeBron play both rookie and sophomore game? I'd have to go back and look. Right. A long time ago. We all know why. What is I mean, I understand it's bu- he brings it's, money, but it's bullshit. It's man. bullshit because I'm one of the few people that is like not on this Zion bag bandwagon. I'm not. I don't think that he's gonna. I think he's gonna be me and uh. Shout out to Grip Brandon. We had this conversation on Friday because mm-hmm. I, I talked to him Friday, and. He basically said that Zion Williamson is like going to be like the new Sean Kemp. That's a good comparison. Like new Sean Kemp. Like he's just going to be, he said like, you know, you have the elite and then you have like a couple tiers down. He's like, that's where Zion's going to be. It's like a couple tiers be a star, down. But he won't be a superstar. Right. And he won't be elite. He'll be a star. He'll, he'll be, be he'll be a star. But he's not going to be John Morant. No. Because John's a... John's a savage already. He's going to be a superstar. Right. He's not a Luka coming in. Right. Well, what do you mean? I got Because Luka came in. They was like, yeah, he's nice. But they didn't expect that to what he's doing now. Well, you can say that. You can say because a lot of people didn't think Ja was going to be as nice as he is. No, I'm not talking about Ja. I'm talking about uh, when Luka came in compared to when Zion came in. Zion came in with way more hype than Luka, but Luka exploded to that superstar status or on his way to that superstar status. I'm well, like Zion is super hype. Because you got to... Okay, so so let's think. Because Luka was in the same draft class as Trey because they swapped. Mm-hmm. Dallas and Atlanta swapped. Right. Trey was pretty much the the go-to. He was the hype. And if I'm correct, was Zoe was in that draft class, right? Zoe. Lonzo. Nah. He wasn't? Mm-mm. That was last year, right? You're, yeah. Trey was last year. Trey was last year. Luca yeah. was last year. Who the fuck was the like? Zoe was in a couple years he, before. He was the year before. He was the year before. Maybe even two years before. No, he was the year before. He was here before. Um, was he after Kobe retired? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Who the fuck? Who was the big name in last year's draft? Trey. It was just Trey, right? Yeah, he's one of the biggest. Yeah. So, Trey and Luca. Mm-hmm. But Trey's been balling. Like, his team hasn't been great, but him himself individually has been balling. Oh, yeah. Like, he lit us up the other night. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, he did. <laughs> uh, but Zion, Zion to me is not going to be the 
There's not going to be the second coming of LeBron. He's not. Sorry, everybody. He's not. Ball vision, the ability to pass, the ability to see the court the way he does, it's, it is phenomenal. It is phenomenal for him to be the big that he is and be able to dish the ball and everything. That's phenomenal. But I just don't think that he's going to. I think one, he got to cut. He got to lose at least 20. He got to cut weight. You got to lose at least 20 pounds. And he got to lose a couple pounds. He got to develop a shot. Because they was going ballistic because he went his, his first he went game. Four four. He went four for four from, from three-point line. But the Spurs let him. They literally was not even checking him. They was like, go. It's the Ben Simmons effect. Go. Like, we know you can't shoot, so we're going to pack the paint. But I guarantee you, they didn't let him shoot again. Not the next game. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But even in college, he wasn't the greatest of shooter. He was just a... He was just... A drive. He was taller. Well, I wouldn't say he was taller. He was just more uh, athletic explosive. than everybody else. He was explosive. But explosiveness can only get you but so far. Right. When you're playing against seasoned veterans, I know how to offset that. No, because then they know. All right. We're going to clog the middle. Mm-hmm. How, now how you going to get past? Yep. Giannis Ben Simmons. Same thing. <laughs> yeah, but Giannis, Giannis, I mean, Giannis is, has developed a shot. Ben hasn't. Right. But Ben can do everything else. But I still think he needs a shot, but I'm not going to speak No, he, he does. He does. So, I mean, I'm, am, I, am I upset that he's in the Rising Stars? For him to only be a, for him to only play about five games, yes. Yes, because he hasn't done anything to deserve it. Right. However... <laughs> When you're talking about NBA and money. When you're talking about the market. Business. And you're talking about this is their this is their showcase right here. You know they gotta bring him in. You My know thing is just if I was a rookie and I'm balling out of control and I don't get it, but someone else is, mm-hmm. I'd be pissed. That drives me even more like, oh, you wanna do this just because he's hype and I'm killing? But you know, if I ever go up against them, I'm killing them. I'm about to say, but you know what that means? When the games really count, that's when you bust his ass. I'm killing them. I'm just like, yo, I understand he brings money, but what's the what's the purpose? And I'm not even hating on dude. I want him to have a good career, but it's I feel it's more of players deserving to be on that roster. Yeah, I mean. If you really want to be technical, look at the All-Stars. How is Devin Booker not an All-Star? True. That is true. How is it that Jimmy Bucket had who, to be a reserve? Who put Miami on his back? Yeah, because nobody saw this shit coming. Not me. Not anybody. <laughs> and he's a reserve. He's not a starter. Like, are you serious? Yeah. Like. I don't know, man. This All-Star is going to shit. I ain't gonna hold you. I mean, it's it's different. I know they switched the format. Yeah, the whole team, team captain shit. No, 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 no. Switched the format again. I know they're doing the uh, the the jersey format thing. But what else did they switch? Did I miss something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They 
Yeah. Is, is it? Did it make it better or not? In your opinion, it's confusing. Okay. I would say that it is definitely confusing because it like. <sighs> is it? Is it just as confusing as uh, when they try to do their dunk contest over? And how they made it like three rounds and teams and shit just a little bit. Damn, it's like that. A little bit. Am I gonna want to watch it? Cause I fuck with All Star Weekend way more than I fuck with Pro Bowl in that weekend. Okay, so as you you were saying, basically each team Giannis is wearing twenty four. Yeah. In honor of Kobe. Team LeBron is wearing number two in honor of Gianna. Right. But the NBA revealed that a target score of 24 plus, the leading team score after three quarters, will be used in the fourth quarter of the All-Star game to honor honor Kobe. That means the team leading after three quarters will win the game when each team, when it reaches 24 points in the fourth. Or the team trailing after three quarters will win if it makes a total, makes it to the total of the leading team plus 24 additional points. It's it's literally the most like I have to really sit down and like think about what the how they're going to do this. I got to see that. Right. See, I understand them doing a tribute to Kobe and Gigi, but don't don't mess with the game itself. Like the jersey number is enough, in my opinion. So you, it sounds like if you tell if from hearing this right, if my team is up in the fourth quarter, we get an extra twenty four points that the other team has to make up. I assume. So. <laughs> I assume. Because that that's it, that's just weird to me. It is weird. It is weird. But side note, off of not off of this whole thing, but did you see this thing that someone? Posted about the birth date. I mean, the birth years. Oh, the eighty twenty four thing. Yeah, I saw that. That's crazy. Yeah, I saw a lot of conspiracy theory shit out there. I wouldn't say it was a conspiracy. I just find that to be a a coincidence with the stars lining up. And then, like my mom told me yesterday, because I showed her that, and she said, "Well, you know, his number twenty four. Her number was two. It's the 26th. They died on the 26th. I'm like, okay. <sighs> okay. It, it, and I'm just like, I'm still, I'm still trying to process all this. And then it's like people <laughs> like, oh, Illuminati sacrificed Kobe. Listen, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing any of that. I'm like, what the? I'm not doing any of that. somebody dies, it's not, it's not a setup, man. I'm not doing any of that. Even though, I mean... The questions do still remain if, like, the the police helicopters and the police flights and flights in general in L.A. was kind of shut down. But at that time, they were flying. It wasn't shut down. It was other uh, flights being had at the mm-hmm. time. Because I, did, I went on YouTube. They did the little flight pad thing where they played the recording from the pilot. Mm-hmm. And the pilot had to wait. I think it was over Burbank Airport. I forget which airport it is. But he had to wait for another plane to come in to land. They were thinking about uh, 
because there was other planes in the uh, airspace. So they had to make sure it was safe. Gotcha. So they had to hover. Gotcha. So it was other, tra- it was other air traffic out there. But I just think with the path that they took, because they followed the 101 freeway, which is in the mountainous area. Mm-hmm. And because the visibility ceiling was so low, you couldn't see the mountain. Like the mountain could be here higher than what the clouds are showing you. Yeah. And you could think like, oh, I could, if I go up more and then turn, I got free space. Mm-hmm. And I honestly think that's what happened. Okay. But I, like I said, I don't know. The NTSB hasn't said anything. Right. But that's what I think about that. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. So, switching subjects. I have another rant to get to. As well, in case you don't know, me and my brother here are huge Fast and Furious fans. <laughs> and this past Friday, Fast and Furious Nine's trailer dropped. What is it? The Fast Saga? I think that's the. I think that's the new. That's because you know how they have. Yeah, the ta- little tagline thing. Fast Five. Furious 6. Yeah. Or Furious 7. I forgot what 6 was. Look, I just call them Fast Whatever. The Fate of the Furious. I don't do all that shit. It's Fast 8, Fast 9, Fast 12. Well, no, that's the name. It's the Fate of the Fast and Furious. It's the Fate of the Fur- Yeah, I'm okay. Oh, that shit, Fast and Furious, whatever number that they do. Ted ass. These little stupid little names. But that dropped. And I was confused. Watching the trailer. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. If you have not seen this trailer, cut this shit off now. Go watch it. Come back. It's only like four minutes long, so you will understand what I'm about about to say. So I'm going through this trailer. (laughs) Dom and Letty have a baby. No. See, you didn't. Let me me explain. Let me explain. Because I follow. You know, I I have all of them. I have all of them. So I'll explain. Since you don't. In Fate of the Furious, in Fast Furious 8. Right. Dom has to turn on the family. He did. Yeah. He because went, went Cypher, the girl who is speaking to the person that's in this trailer. Mm-hmm. She said, I'm. You're going to do something that like. No, your team's gonna have your team's gonna face something that they cannot defeat, which is you. The reason she kid, the reason she told Dom that he was gonna do this is because she had captured in Fast Five mm-hmm. when Hobbs first appeared. Right, Hobbs picked the girl, forgot her name. The the officer. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so remember in six, Dom and her had a thing. Right. She had a baby. Didn't tell Dom because when she found out she was pregnant, that was when Letty, that's when Hobbs told Dom that Letty was alive. Right. So that's the reason why he stayed doing what he was doing in eight. Right. She dies because Dom doesn't do something that Cypher wanted him to do. So they killed her. 
she kept telling him, save our baby, save our son, this, that, and the third. Now, Dom asked, what's his name? And she said, um, she gave him a middle name, but she thought that it would be more appropriate if her, if his father gave him his first name, his first name. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the movie, when he finally reunites with the well, son, I don't think I watched it now that I think about it. You didn't. I know you did it <laughs> because we had this conversation because you said after seven, you was good. You right. didn't want to see no more. Right. Which is what everybody says. Everybody to this day says they should have ended with seven. Do you feel that way? Yes. Okay. Yes. Especially now. Especially, we'll get there. We'll especially get there. now. We'll get there. Wait a minute. So at the end of seven, I mean, at the end of eight, he reveals the name of, the, of his son. I thought he was going to name the son Paul. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, I didn't know that they was going to name him Brian. Well, they couldn't give him Paul because. Why not? They got to stick to the character. You don't have to stick to the character. But do you know they were going to? Because if you think about it, then it's like, okay, you're going to name your son Brian. But technically, in the Fast and Furious world, Brian is still alive. He never died. He just went and lived his life. That we know of. What I'm saying, he lived his life with Mia and the kids. Yeah, but I'm saying we don't know. Like, no, because in eight, oh, they okay. made reference to getting Brian back. Cause she was like, no, because Tyrese was like, Brian would know what to do. And Letty was like, no, we made a promise. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna get Brian and Mia involved in this again. Mm-hmm. So Brian was okay, referred so still, in there. He's still out there. Right. So why would you name him Brian? I would have just stuck with Paul for me. That's just me. But then again, everybody have been like, yo, the family might be like, yo, don't, don't do that. You never know, man. People grieve different. People feel differently about their loved ones. Mm. They might not arrive. As close, no, as close as his brother is with that team, I don't see that there would have been a problem. You don't see, but we don't know them. True. So, okay. So I gave you the briefing of the baby. The baby is not from... Dom and Letty is right, from right, right. Dom and the, the officer, the officer from, so, from Brazil. Yes. Yeah, so continue. So apparently Dom has a brother that I never fucking knew about. And I've been watching Fast and Furious since 2000. Never mentioned the brother. That's like you popping up with another brother now that I never knew about. And I've known you for 19 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So don't, re- that, don't reveal the name. I'm not. I'm not. But <laughs> they don't even look. Never mind. They don't even I mean, does does Dom and, and Mia look alike? They 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 maybe they could be cousins at least. This person and Dom, nah. That's like me and Eminem being brothers. This ain't four brothers. They ain't adopted. They apparently have the same parents. So the trailer goes on. I'm like, okay. Dom gets a whole car thrown at him on top of a car. And the car drops to the floor. I thought that was fucking nuts. Like, when did Dom become Superman? (laughs) (laughs) No, listen, listen. I understand because... Continue, because I I got my own I got my own rant for this. But continue, continue. And then I see a face that I didn't expect to fucking see. I thought this person had died a couple movies ago. 
And the person I'm referring to is Han. Last time I saw Han, he burnt the fuck up in the middle of Tokyo by Jason Statham's character, correct? Mm-hmm. So how... What? Is this nigga Wolverine? Did they put this nigga in the cryogenic chamber and bring him back to life? Is he Captain America? They brought back dude from Tokyo Drift. For what reason, I don't know. Because nobody gives a fuck about Tokyo Drift. And I was just, I was just left confused. Like, this is getting way out of hand. Like, it's not even believable at this point. Oh, ain't that a bitch? I knew this was on. Ain't that a bitch? As he's talking, I just turned the channel and Two Fast and Two Furious is on right now. The last time the Fast and Furious series made sense. No. No. When's the last time it made sense? It made sense with eight. Okay. Because eight was bringing, eight eight is bringing six and seven together. Okay. Because Cypher, the girl who was talking to his brother, Mm -hmm. she was the one who wanted God's eye from six. Right. When she didn't get God's eye in six, she went and took out Owen Shaw, mm-hmm. Decker's brother. Right. Put him in, put him in the hospital, put him in jail, mm-hmm. which is why Decker went after them, mm-hmm. not knowing that it was him, not knowing that it was Owen working for Cypher. Mm-hmm. So Cypher's whole thing is Dom's team, Dom's family ruined her plan twice. Because mm-hmm. six, Owen, mm-hmm. seven, Deck. But not only Deck, but the the black, the African dude. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, because he was trying to get God's eye, but he was trying to get it for. Cypher. Right. But when I say makes sense, I'm talking about like just not the over the top outlandish shit. Cars catching on the hooks, flying across canyons. Dudes tossing down three ton vehicles and not falling (sighs) off the car. Like, I understand it's supposed to be over the top. But come on, man. It's a little much now. Like, Dom then turned into fucking Batman, Superman, Spider-Man, and Iron Man in the last five. Rock 2. Rock makes sense. Rock, have you? We, no, no, I get it. I get it. Bro. <laughs> like, not about to tell me Triple X is out here doing all this shit. Triple X, no. The Rock, yes. The Rock's not in this one. I know. That's what I mean by it making sense. Like this shit is a little nuts. <sighs> and they're not even really focusing on cars anymore. Like, it hasn't been. It hasn't been focused on cars since Tokyo Drift. No, I know. No, I'm talking about like bringing out a new car that no one's ever seen. Like yo, I mean, they that know, car is dope. I mean, the last, the I last seen that one since the joint Ludacris popped out at the end of the movie with the crazy doors. No, because they had no. That was that was five. Right. That was five because five five is the last one because five revealed. The new charger. Right. Han and Giselle was in that fucking, I thought, I think it's a drop top joint. Nah, when they was in, I believe the Lexus. 
Oh, yeah. The racing joint. Yeah. And then, yeah, Ludacris and Tyrese had that. That crazy joint. Yeah. The one that was only, there was only two in the world. Yeah. So that's my rant. Like, this shit is. That's your rant. That's your rant. I just want to know how my man came back. Because I got. Because didn't Han die another time? No. Didn't he die in Tokyo Drift? No. I could have swore he died in Tokyo Drift. No. Okay, maybe I'm tripping. Okay. Not not to sound like Kevin Hart, but you done? Yep. Finished. Okay. Okay. So let me tell you my reaction to this whole fucking movie, this trailer. So watching this trailer, mm-hmm. you we we've talked about this. We've talked about it on air. And I said, I'm curious to see a few things. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see what direction it was going to go in. I wanted to figure out if, because I told you there was, there was the slight pictures that Tyrese was posting of Paul Walker's brother. And I was like, please don't bring him into the fold just because it wouldn't feel right. But then Tyrese explained why he brings him along. Mm -hmm. He did a post and he talked about it. What did the post say? Because I didn't see it. Basically, it was just saying how like the energy of the energy of Paul is still around in that in that atmosphere. Okay, so so like, bringing his spiritual. brother around is still like okay, he's still around, he's still here. Yeah. Okay. So the trailer starts. Trailer starts. I'm watching it. I'm like, I start hearing. I start hearing the piano play. I start hearing the. When I see you again and I'm like, oh, fuck. I was like, they really about they're really about to do this shit. They're really about to bring back Brian. Mm-hmm. But then you see him and you see Dom and he's in, on the ranch and the farm and, you know, family man now. Right. Like legit yeah, family yeah. man. And then, you know, Letty's like, Brian, you know, your your dad gave me this chain and it is for good luck for What's about to come. What's about to come. Which I know, seeing those, if I've done trailers, those clips mm-hmm. is meshed up. So oh, no. what she it, said it, it to him. It doesn't happen like that. Yeah, it doesn't happen in that order. So lo and behold, you see Tyrese and on them, they meet up and they say, okay, Dom. Wild ass dungeon looking shit. What's the... What's the next move? And then Dom starts explaining it and then it's revealed. And when I tell you I lost my mind because I really wanted to know mm-hmm. how this man was about to get introduced. And he got introduced and he got introduced in a way that I personally Did you feel it or not? I was wondering what role he was going to play. Mm-hmm. For those that are unaware, should I was. We, should we tell him who I was who try- trying to? This beat is ridiculously hard. <laughs> Your time is up, my. 
This man. That beat is hard. Goddamn. <laughs> this man, John Cena, pops up. And I was what I was like, okay, this is what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Cause I was thinking when they introduced when Dom introduced him on his Instagram and was like, you know, because mind you, he introduced him right as they started to film it, but they also did it right as The Rock was closing out Hobbs and Shaw and was getting ready to do his promotion for Hobbs and Shaw. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden you want to do this, you want to insert, well, you know, we gotta, we gotta bring in some, some heavyweight and you bring in John Cena. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, is and John Cena's acting has not been the greatest. The Rock's acting wasn't the greatest when he first came out. That's also true. <laughs> Let's be honest. Like the Rock's first major role or first major line in the movie was Haku Mashinte. Yeah. That's about 17 years ago. <laughs> so I'm I'm sitting there, I'm watching, I'm like, damn, like I'm thinking like he's are they about to like redo Hobbs's character? Like, are they about to remake another Hobbs? Mm-hmm. But now this one is a strict like this, he's not gonna convert, he's not gonna join forces. He's on his own road. He's going to immediately try to take this whole entire family out. Which he is. But to find out that John Cena, his character name in the Fast and Furious is Jacob, is the younger brother of Dom and Mia. And that's why I said John Cena being his brother is like me being Eminem's brother. No, but see, you know, you you know why I say it's funny? Mm -hmm. Because John Cena looks a lot older than Dom. He looks like 50. He looks like he's about 50. <laughs> he looks a lot older than Is Dom. Is it the haircut you think? It's, he, he just, no, it's his face. Like, John Cena looks old. Yeah, he's got, he's got an old nigga face. Yeah. That's what happens when you get jazzed well, for 20 years. So, seeing, seeing Cena in this role being the younger brother who is a master thief, as Tyrese said, a, a great thief, precision driver. Thief of thieves. A killer. Okay. Okay. I get it. I can see that. I like that story because I like I, I like the story. And then they said, what did they say? Yeah, he's been training all, all his life. To he's been his training his whole life to be better than Dom. Because Cypher said it. Cypher said, you've trained all your life to be better, to be stronger, to be faster than, than Dom. Okay, cool. I get that. Maybe they will get into more in detail, which I'm pretty sure they will. I hope they do. You know, on where this, what happened? Was he, was he astray? Was he, you know, separated by some measure? Right. What exactly happened? So that's that. So I'm watching it and I said, okay watching. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. I said, okay. And then I said, oh shit. When I heard that Mia uh, Letty was like, Jacob is Dom's younger brother. I said, okay. Then when I seen the car scene. Which one? First, I'm going to talk about the cliff. When I seen the cliff, I said, 
If this is their big stunt, they shouldn't have never revealed that. Personally, mm-hmm. they shouldn't have never revealed that because it's like, what else do I have to look forward to? Now that you've yeah, let me see since it. you revealed that. Cause like in the, I want to say in the trailer for eight, they didn't have like the big stunts. And they had the big stunts for seven either. Like the big dream that they had for me was the emergence of the submarine. Right. From like under a block of ice and that shit busted through the ice. That shit was fucking crazy. Just to see a fucking big submarine go poof, and right. just, and just that. fuck up the whole shit. Right. I believe. Seven had Seven Bri- had the Brian when he was running off when he was trying to he was running on like he was running on top of the car to jump back on to the to to the land. This is when they this is when they got um this is when they got the the check. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So and then six was what the when they was riding down the street with the two. Dom had the char, the car. He was running down the street with the joint attached to the back. The safe. Yeah, that was five. That was five. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the big scene there. What was six? <sighs> I don't remember sixes. Six was on a plane. That's where they had their big their big showdown was on the plane. Oh, and then they was fighting. Yeah, when they was on the airstrip. Mm-hmm. I don't really know if they had something big for that because that's remember. when that's when Giselle died. Right. Which, which, okay. So let's get to this. Let's get to this. Into the trailer. Mm-hmm. Letty walks in. Letty says, surprise. Here comes Han, as usual, eating a bag of chips or pretzels or whatever. I was like, I'm at work before I clock in watching this trailer. Cause I was like, fuck, I remember they had the trailer. The trailer was supposed to come on at three. Mm-hmm. Look, see this shit. I said, get the fuck out of here. Really? 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 I turned it off after that. I didn't see anything after, but then I watched it again mm-hmm. and I seen that they showed him and Dom hugging and he's in the car and he's driving and the whole thing now is justice is coming. Justice for Han. First off, in order for there to be justice for Han, Han has to be dead. I remember, I remember seeing Han, Fast and Furious 7? Mm-hmm. Car flipped the fuck over. Flipped over. Han, looking into the camera like, I don't want to die. But and, I know it's over. And, and Decker calls Dominic. I'm about to do my Decker Shaw impersonation. Oh shit! Please, please don't, please don't be mad at him for this, people. Dominic Toretto. Oh god! You may not know me, and you hear, but you will. You see the car flying to the fucking air, up in smoke, flying in the air. It's like, oh, ain't no way he survived that. And he was strapped in, by the way. Strapped in everything. Letty's death in the Fast and Furious, the fourth one, made sense because we didn't technically see Letty die. Correct. We didn't see Letty die, which then leads me to think, did Giselle really die? Because we just seen her fall off the, like, fall off. 
Come on, bruh. Bruh. We in, seen, in real life? we seen, hold on. We seen supposedly Letty got her car blew up. Got her car blew up. She did. <laughs> Dog. After this one, I'm checked out. I'm serious. I can't do this. I, I'm like, you, you know what? Fast 10. After Fast 10, I'm checked out. That's it. See, here's my thing. I'm interested to see how nine is going to play out because then I want to know with 10, are they going to bring Rock and Statham back? And if they bring Rock and Statham back, how is this going to interfere? Because see, if that's the case, you're going to have Han and the man that killed him. Killed him in quotation marks. Yeah, air quote, killed him working together. I'm sorry. I'm not working with a motherfucker that bl- try to blow me up. Right. He getting hit. <laughs> Tim's shots. All of that. <laughs> like we not. And then just because I'm the wrestling nut out of the, out of the two of us, the rock and John Cena, come on now. You got to have a fight. You have to have a scene. I got to see rock hit him with a rock bottom. I got to see it. Like I got to see rock hit him with a rock bottom through like, through like a granite table. No, not even through the granite table. I need to see him on top of a building, rock bottom him through like every layer. Because <laughs> the way. <laughs> this is why I said this shit is out of control. Because the way the Fast and Furious is going now, you can see the rock rock bottoming him through a building. Through all seven floors. Not even seven. I'm going to go the whole building. That's what I mean. It's a seven story building. Oh, yeah. From the, from the roof down. <laughs> And they still survive, both of them. Through the parking lot, too. Yo, that was not the whole parking lot. How? A whole granite and steel parking lot. Wait, hold on, hold on. Let's not forget how Dom stumped on the ground and took Staten out. And Staten survived that. How did Staten survive? Why are we still watching this? It's dead ass. <laughs> That's why I said this shit is getting out of here. Yo, I didn't realize. I didn't think about that until you just said that. Like, I was sitting there like, wait, Dom is like a super saiyan. He got it. He, like, he don't die, yo. And I said this yesterday. I said this yesterday while I was at work. They had this big event, right? Mm-hmm. For this trailer. Big old gathering, all this, right? Red carpet, everything. Everybody's dressed up. Why the fuck is Vin Diesel in white? Like he's wearing all white, but he has a white tank top on. Cause that's Vin Diesel. He's been doing that since the first Fast and Furious. He really thinks he's Dominic Toretto. Like you're not gonna. You're at a red carpet event. Put on a normal shirt. You out here with a tank top on. That nigga survived. <laughs> a whole. Parking garage, a four-story parking garage, <laughs> bro. And what? And like a two-story joint, four stories with cars. He survived a car flying at him while on he's top on of top of like a semi. And this joint, it's not like you see him duck. He don't duck. He's standing. Straight he's up standing still. straight up, and the car comes at him, and the car drops. <laughs> In what universe, bro? But I'm not gonna lie. There was a scene where they showed the first Asian when Lucas is like, "Tell me this ain't a Pontiac, right?" Mm-hmm. 
there was a shot. It's like a five second shot. I literally thought that they did bring Brian back into the equation, but it wasn't Brian because it's a quick shot of the dude from Tokyo Drift. Oh, dude, Sean. Yeah. Yeah. It's a quick shot of him and he like kind of pops up. Mm-hmm. But like for a quick second, I was like, no, they didn't do that. I just want to know why they brought him back. Because they're bringing everybody back. All right, man. They align. What they do is each Fast and Furious, they bring back somebody from a previous one. I'm waiting for them to bring Ja. I'm oh, waiting Bao. for them to bring Ja. Bring Ja Rue back. Bring Ja, bring Bao. Yeah. Well, Bao was in... Tokyo Drift. No, Bao was in seven. Yeah, for like two seconds. He might be there for two seconds. True. <laughs> True. But as much as I... As much uh, as I'm going to see it, <laughs> like I got, I got to see this for entertainment purposes. I have to because at this point I can't take this thing serious anymore. I can't. I got to because it's like, how can you? How much more outlandish can you be? It's it's it see it, it it amazes me, bro. Like I thought, like Bad Boys is wild and ridiculous, but nah, man. This I thought Michael Bay was nuts, but nah. Now. It, I heard that Michael Bay didn't do this one. He didn't do the last one? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Who did it then? Was it Brockheimer? I don't know. But a I lot to go back and look. But yeah, I'm pretty sure because the dude that I watch on YouTube said it. He was like, Yeah, I heard, but he was like, then he was like, cause I was saying, like, yo, this is Michael Bay, you know, it's all like this is a Michael Bay movie because it has all that. But he was like, nah, it's not. I forgot who the dude was that. That directed it, but it was not Michael Bay. But I'm just saying, in general, when a Michael Bay film happens, I'm used to seeing outlandish shit. Fast and Furious didn't start off this way. That's why I fucked with it. Y'all was watching the first one because the first one was on earlier. Mm-hmm. You can tell how different it is because yeah. the very no 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 because the climax scene where uh what's the what's the dude that got shot up by the Asians? Got his name. I know who you're talking about, though. When he got shot up and then Brian gets in his car and then you see Dom get, like, walk into his car. Mm-hmm. Listen to the music that's being played. It's like some ninth, it's like some PlayStation 1 theme music oh, for a game. It's like Need for Speed. It's like Need, like need for Speed for, like, that dude. For I that was, era. Dude, I was dying. Because you listen to that and you listen to what they have now. It's so different. It's so dramatic now. It is. But then again, that music fit that scene. It fit the movie because that's what was going on. It was racing illegally, street racing. Mm-hmm. That was the premise of this whole movie, that shit. And now it's it's everything but racing, damn near. Yeah. Like, all right, man, I'm off. I'm off of it. <laughs> I'm off of it. I'm off of it like Diddy is off of Mace. Mm. Mace is off of Diddy. Mm. Mm. I'll let you wing this one. For those that don't know or missed it, this past week was the Grammys. Diddy made a speech at the Grammys. He said, I'll, I'll paraphrase. Basically, the music industry, Grammys in particular, are fucking over black artists. I'm tired of black artists being fucked over. Like, this shit got to stop. We put our blood, sweat, and tears into this, and y'all give us the short end of the stick. And basically, I'm tired of it. That's what he said in a nutshell. 
So this happens, and Mason Betha. Who is this? Thursday? Thursday was Yeah. Let me let me see, because I sent it in a group message. Hold on. Today was this. Friday. Friday. Yesterday. No. Friday. You said yesterday. Today's okay. Sunday. You're right. Damn my day <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> May said in no uncertain words that Yo, you talking all this icon, black excellence shit, how we tired of getting fucked over, but you doing the same shit they doing to your own people. Basically, Mace was saying, yo, you talk all this shit, but I still don't have my masters. I missed out on millions and millions of dollars. If this ain't the pot calling the kettle black. And then, to my surprise, because I mean, Diddy's always been shaky when it comes to that. Sauce money. Uh, sauce motherfucking. Early Jay-Z career day. That sauce money said echoed the same sentiment towards Hove. He said that, yeah, you and your friend Jay-Z is running the same foul shit. I am also missing out on Mad Bread. And there's Jay right there. There you go. Right on cue. But yeah. I feel that Mace made a lot of points. Because I look back at Bad Boy's history after Big and nobody stuck around outside of Mace. And then Mace retired early. Mm-hmm. And then after the year 2000, what artist on Bad Boy's was relevant for Bad Boy not named French Montana? Mm-hmm. And didn't complain about getting fucked over. See, I was about to start throwing like day 26, but they complained. Mm-hmm. I was about to throw Machine Gun Kelly, but he never dropped anything under Bad Boy. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Mark Curry never dropped. Mm. Black Rob was brought back on tour, but after outside of his joint with Woe on it, that was really it. Right. Outside of his legal issues. Right. Faith left. Mm-hmm. 112 faded into obscurity. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else is on that roster? That whole... All those dudes from the Saga Continues CD, they're gone. So who's there? And got paid. Like, we clown Birdman for not paying Wayne. But Diddy was doing the same shit. <laughs> Diddy was doing this before. Like, this is, this is a... This, oh, <laughs> this is why I have a love-hate Relate like I have a love hate thing with Diddy mm-hmm. because, like May said, you're screaming black excellence. You're screaming all this stuff. Black, we need to unify black, black love. love. All this other stuff, but then you're doing shady shit behind the scenes. Yeah, you know it's like you're not practicing what you're preaching to an extent. It's like you're. You're showing the world this. It's two different stories. Yeah. Like I tried to shoot Diddy some bell. Or I'll I'll say this. Okay, go ahead. It's like, it's like when people put on makeup, Mm -hmm. right? Put on makeup, you're putting on, you're covering whatever. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, when you're standing in front of that mirror and you wipe that shit off, 
your real, your true, who you really are is what you're looking at. As I always say, JR, who you are when nobody's looking. Right. So it's like, I didn't, I, I didn't really listen to the speech because I mean, <laughs> all as like Sunday, I didn't give a fuck about nothing, you know? Right. And ever since then, I really haven't been tuned into a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. But when I heard about this and then I heard and you sent it in a group chat and I read Mace's response, I'm like, I can't anybody that's upset with Mace or feel like Mace is doing too much. Don't understand. Like this man apparently said he offered Puff two mil, two mil for his shit. And Puff said, well, if you can match what this European guy is offering, excuse me? <laughs> right. Like, this is my shit. I, you wouldn't. keep it a whole buck. If it wasn't for Mace, Bad Boy would have been dead. I was about to. If it wasn't like when, when Big, when big, died, when big Mace died, took Mace over. picked up the baton. And kept bad boy afloat. It's like Wayne with little with cash money. When everybody left, Wayne was there, kept it going, kept them relevant. And I'm like, are you are you serious right now? And didn't hear Jay doing the same shit? Am I surprised? No. I'm not surprised. I mean, because look at look at how. He did the whole Def Jam shit. Yeah. You know? And Dame been screaming about it forever. Right. But we played Dame no mind because we think he bitter. I don't as a whole, we think not maybe not you. I don't I don't think because I, I know that we've been on I know we've talked about Dame on episodes. Mm-hmm. And I know I felt certain ways that Dame was kind of like hurt because you could tell like Dame is still hurt by this Mm -hmm. because I really think that Dame really wanted to do something special Mm -hmm. with Jay with everyone that was affiliated with Rockefeller basically doing what Jay's doing now as a whole collective right and I think that Dame feels some way because Dame's like yo are you like are you telling me that you don't want us to be a, like, you don't want me to be a part of it because of my attitude, because I'm, I'm about my culture. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not about to sit there and play second fiddle to no man. Same shit Jay's preaching now. Yeah. With the what's free verse. So it's one of those things where it, it's just, it leaves you to, to wonder like with a Diddy and damn, like, but the locks are saying this shit with the whole free lock shit. This is 20 years ago, damn near. But you got to remember, Jadakiss, according to various people, was like, I'm going to find you and... I'm going to put the hammer to you. Right. Like, D-Block was not playing. And they knew that. You know? <sighs> I don't know. You would think with the relationship that Sauce and Jay had, and that Diddy and Mace had it be able to be a, a private conversation. 
between them, but maybe, like I said, maybe that happened in the past and the conversation was never had. See, so the only way to get a hold of them was to do it publicly. No, because see, here's my thing. I can understand why Mace reached and did what he did mm-hmm. because he's looking at it like you're on this platform once again and you're trying to bury, be, be the head cheerleader with the pom-poms screaming black excellence screaming like we need to you like we need to reunite and we need to show the Grammys that this is bull and blah 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 right mm-hmm. okay Mace probably sat there and was like nah you not about to sit here and have your fun right now you ain't about to do all this and people going to be all shit going on behind the scenes right so well, like I said, maybe he tried to do this before all of this. And then he was like, nah, fuck that. I don't owe you shit. Maybe that's why he went public with it. Maybe the same thing with with uh Sauce and Jay. I can only speculate. It looked crazy. Not gonna lie. It looks crazy right now. It do. But then again, like. What Diddy is talking is true. So on one hand, you fucking with what he's saying, but you're not fucking with what he's doing. It's weird. Like you said, it's a love-hate thing. Like, because what he said was absolutely true. But you can't say one thing and then do another and expect us to follow behind you or be inspired by you. It's fucking weird, man. It is. But he was taught that. He was taught to be cutthroat. See, I feel like you have to be cutthroat, but also you got to look out for your people too, man. If you're really about that life. <sighs> now, everybody ain't going to be able to go with you. I was, about, I was about to say that's a slippery slope because, you know. But the ones that's grinding like you are, you're not supposed to fuck them over. I'll I'll give you an example. Okay. When you say you got to look out for your people. Michael Vick. Mm-hmm. You didn't see the 30 for 30, right? No, I missed it Thursday because, you know, I had to take care of some recording duties. Yeah. He's a prime example of why you shouldn't do that. Why you shouldn't look out for your people? Yes. Okay, leave it there because you know I want to see it. <laughs> because there, there was certain elements that he did where it's kind of like that notion you can't bring everybody with you right which we know that personally right because not everybody's going to be able to handle the success the fame the notoriety everything that comes with it so when I look at it and I see, for an example, you know, Diddy screaming what he's screaming and preaching about the excellence and preaching about the coming together and things like that. But then you're being as cutthroat as the people that continue to put us down. If not, you're doing it worse because it's we we're not expecting that from you. But then you also got to look at it like 
If I'm not cutthroat and I don't fuck a couple people over, I'll never get to the point where I can sit with these other ones that are fucking us over to try to get shit changed. It's like the whole Jay with the whole NFL thing. In a sense. How you gonna change shit from outside the building? You might have to fuck a... I mean, I know it sounds fucked up, but you might have to fuck a couple of people over to get inside the building. I think that's the biggest... I think that's my biggest issue is... I'm not saying it's right. And I think that's the thing with me is I'm not like... It's... it's, it's I'm not willing... It's like, it'll it's, it'll it's, be it's hard. Separate. It'll be hard pressed for, for somebody to tell me like, yo... You got to do it. I like, I like what you're doing. Mm. Right. Give me us. Right. I like the pot. I, I like everything that you're doing. I like the establishment. I like the brand, but we want you. Mm-hmm. We just want you. Right. We don't want any, we just want you. Right. And you can get all this. You can get this, but we, you got to like cut ties. You can't do none of it. You got to just, no, I get that. We don't operate like that, but I'm just looking at it from both sides. And that's the thing. Like, I I can't, I don't understand why somebody would do that. Like. I don't know, man. I can't speak for that, man. I don't know him personally. You know, because even if it's a thing where it's like, okay, I'm going to take this, like you said, I'm going to take this, take this opportunity, cut the ties with those people, get established, get to that point. And then once I'm at that point, I'm going to bring everybody along because then you got to think about it. If you were to get to that point in our community, Mm -hmm. one of the biggest things is not everybody want to see you succeed. That's also true. Look at Nip. So if you reach that point and you bring them people back along, they may have envy. They may be envious towards you. And they may be like, all right, cool, you're going to bring me along, but don't get it twisted. Don't sleep. I don't really <laughs> fuck with you like that. I'm going to catch you when you sleeping. And the minute you slip up, I'm going for your head. That's why I brought up Nip. Stayed in the area, tried to bring change to the area, was killed in that same area by somebody he knew. Same thing. So it's, it's, I don't I don't know, man. I, like I said, I don't know Diddy personally. I could never do that mm-hmm. because I wouldn't want somebody doing that to me. I feel if you can't bring me and my people that I know that are dedicated and committed to doing great things, then I don't need to be a part of it. I just get this shit on my own. But maybe it was different. Diddy came in a different time, man. Maybe he was taught differently. I mean, but even... If, if you think about it, he wasn't taught by a white men. He was taught by uh, Harrell in them. But even, but see, it's not just. So he was taught by our own. Right. To act like that. Right. And it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I, I don't, I don't. I like, and we both said that, like, we don't, we don't agree to that. I look at it more so like. The biggest, the only way that we can succeed and kind of take over, even though everybody says to us as a community, we'll never be able to fully take over the establishment. No, I wouldn't even say that. We'll fully never be able to come together. 
but that's why. Because people are afraid of what will happen. That's the biggest thing. People are afraid of what will happen if we actually came together. But as we always say, it's always a couple of them that fuck up the vision. You know, like a lot of people, you know, compare it to like the Jewish community. Now, when but they, I guarantee you, the whole entire Jewish community doesn't agree on shit. I know, but majority. I'm but I'm saying that when they come together collectively, it changes, right? D- you can feel their impact, right? You know, and this is like, damn, like what would happen if like we all like the whole community just came together and it'd be moving towards Wakanda status. I can tell you that, and and shook up the world. We run the world now. We just don't <laughs> realize that. Everything that goes on in society, here and abroad, is due to black life and black culture. Clothing, entertainment, way people eat, all of that shit. The way people dress, the way people speak, that's all due to us. Take black people off this planet, this planet is trash. Mm-hmm. And I ain't saying it just because it's Black History Month. This is what I've always known. We pushed, we pushed the, we pushed the button. We moved the needle. Nothing happens without our approval. Right. Let's keep it a buck. Nothing. Nothing's cool until we say it's cool. Right. We don't. The minute, the minute we touch it, it's it's stamp of approval. Okay. Let's go. Like I can't turn on a commercial now and not hear a trap beat or hear somebody rapping. I mean, I look at all the shit. I look at like, okay, like when I I would use this, for example, I look at trucker hats. When trucker hats became a big thing. When Jay started wearing them, Von Dutch and all that. Yep. When we started. Pharrell and all them. They started it. We kind of picked it up. I look at. The whole rock star thing. Wasn't popular until Dipset and Wayne started doing it. I look at now. I look at Vans. Got my Vans on, but they look like sneakers. That was that was then. That's what I'm saying. That's where it started, though. I know, but like it didn't become the big wave that it is now. Right. Like now, that's all you see. But we planted that seed, and it grew from there. Because I'm gonna be like, I didn't start till like when you got your first pair of Vans. I laughed at you. So like this year, well, last year, when you got your first pair of Chucks, I laughed at you. I only had one pair. I know, and I laughed then. But that was. That was a gift. That was, that was, that was a let's all match up. No, I get it. You but know. Even then I laughed. But Chuck Taylor's are a thing now. Well, Chuck's always been a thing. Like Chuck's have always really been like, a, it's been like the starter kit. But though, yeah, on the <laughs> West Coast, yeah, but everywhere else is a skateboarder thing. If you want to be real. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit, look at the big-ass belt buckles that we used to wear. Oh, my God. Look at the Timberlands. There's dudes in Atlanta right now wearing Tims. Everybody wearing Tims. It's a worldwide thing. That came from us. But we don't realize that. And it's unfortunate. Yeah. But can you do, man? What can you do? <laughs> there's, nothing, there's nothing you can do. I mean, we just got to, I would say, just continue to try to push the the needle, but 
when you have situations where like we have top people, like think about, think about the top three people, like top three black entrepreneur entertainment status. Oprah J. Diddy. And all of them have dirt. Yeah. All of them has done some type of dirt. And Oprah's like, to me. Oprah's the foulest out of all three. The. <laughs> the. She was trying to cancel people. She's trying. I, I hate the word cancel. She's she was trying, trying to. Trying to she was trying to eliminate people. She's no different than Bill O'Reilly in my eyes. Like. You tried to take. You, it, it's just funny when I see old the old video of the the old interview that she did with Michael mm-hmm. when she went to Neverland and she was so like oh my god and it he was, was doing the the acapella yeah and she she's so in love with him to then turn around and be that one of the executive producers behind the surviving Neverland. Like you were in Neverland, you see, like you sat with the man on many occasions. Come on now, you you bash Ludacris, and then you sitting stopped his Pepsi bag. You you sitting in Marcy Projects with Jay, right? Like which one is it? What size you want? <laughs> like, come on now. I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, I never really fucked over to keep it a buck. I guess she was a black billionaire, but she used us to get to the top. She ain't fucked with us since. Her book club is full of white people. You might have highlighted a Toni Morrison book every once in a while, but she wasn't fucking with us for real. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's wild out here, man, but it's a gift and a curse, I guess. It really is. Because, I mean... If we didn't have those three people, where would we be? Who would it be trying to put a word in for us? Because it ain't going to be anybody else. LeBron. LeBron. Okay. LeBron, LeBron and Kevin Hart is the saving graces. But they trying to get Kevin Hart the fuck out of here. So I, sure. I know, but I'm saying those two right there are the saving graces. Because I don't know, we, we didn't talk about it. I don't think we talked about it on air. I'm, I'm really trying to recap. What are you referring the to? The events. Delonte West. No, we didn't talk about that. Okay. You want to give a backstory? So for those don't know, Delonte West, former NBA star, well, not, not well, star, not star <laughs> former NBA player, former NBA player of LeBron James when he played in Cleveland, the first stint. Yes, and he he was a allegedly back then. He had relations with LeBron James's mother. Don't know how true that is, but that was a rumor going around. Which was which was a reason for his meltdown and why he didn't perform to the standard that he did during the Eastern Conference Finals against Boston that year. Um, but since LeBron left Cleveland the first time, Delonte West has pretty much kind of entered. NBA purgatory, if you want to say. I wouldn't even say it's purgatory. He's just falling out of the limelight. Well, yeah, but if you take into account that situation, mm-hmm. people would say like, oh, well. well it did tarnish his, his... Yeah, and it put him in this position. Yeah. Don't really, like, 
like you said, don't really know the ins and outs. Never will know the ins and outs because LeBron is never going to open that door. And then even after that, Delonte got other opportunities. It just didn't work for whatever reason. He he's not doing. He's not in the best space. He hasn't been. He hasn't been in the best space for some years. And there was a video that surfaced a couple weeks ago of Delonte West in the middle of the, I want to say entering the expressway. It was a highway road. And maybe he was getting assaulted by somebody like, like hands and feet assaulted. And there's another video of him on the curb on like the sidewalk sitting on this, like sitting on sidewalk and he's, he's handcuffed rambling. He's saying all types of stuff. And, and it, it's, it's a sad sight. And, it sent a lot of people into this thing where people were sending like, oh my God, you know, prayers for Delonte. We really hope all this stuff will happen. You know, we, we hate to see this. And a lot of people, like I know a lot of people are like the NBA, it shouldn't have to take that video for the NBA to jump in and do something. Then I seen somebody, I would say it's a reliable source because they have a blue check mark, but we can't we always trust the blue check marks. I never checked the, trust the blue check mark. But this person said that a, a source close to LeBron has stated that LeBron contacted Mav, his boy Maverick Carter, one of the horsemen, and told him, find Delonte and bring him to. LA and I want to help him. If this is true and God, and I hope with, with the untimely death of Kobe that LeBron does this, but if he does, even if it wasn't, even if it wasn't Kobe that died, but even if this statement is still true, Mm -hmm. there's not a person walking this Earth that can tell me, me, who was never really the LeBron fan, that can tell me that as a human, he's not one of the GOATs. He's the GOAT. Not one of, he is the GOAT. Because there's no way possible you can tell me that a man will sit there and be teammates with somebody who is supposedly sleeping with your mom and you still have the, like, you still have the decency. The decency. To go help them, man. But you know what? To do that. He follows a higher power. I understand that. I understand that. And that Most takes, humans don't follow that power. Right. And then I look at Kevin Hart. And I look at, you know, I don't, once again, I don't think we talked about this on air. Because I know we talked about the documentary. We did. I don't think we talked about it on air about how how we helped Joey. How did we talk? I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm, um, I don't remember. <laughs> we're both out of it. <laughs> so if we did, okay, we didn't. Here you go. But just how he helped Joey out for one. And Joey is one of his best friends, right? Writers who was homeless at one point, right? Who was and, afraid to ask Kev for help because that because that male pride. Yeah, that pride that we have as men, because tr- trust me, the biggest issue that I have for me is asking for help. 
Oh, me and you both. <laughs> I, I could be down to my last penny and won't ask for help. Bruh, I, it's the biggest, it's like, because it, it, it's, it does, it makes you feel like, damn, like. I'm not a man. I'm at, like, I, man, I can't. Like, I, I will go just, I'll, I'll, figure, I'll figure a way before I have to go and ask, you know? Okay, but I think part of that is because once you ask, people tend to hang that over your head at a later date. Like, you yeah, remember I did that for you? You wouldn't be such and such if I didn't do that. I think that's why people don't ask, male and female. That's probably part of the reason. I know sometimes that was the reason I didn't ask because I don't want people holding over my head. Because I'm like, yo, if you were in need and needed it, if I could help, I would. But I would never hold it over you. But everybody doesn't operate like that. But getting back to Kevin, Kevin was like, yo, I know you're going through something. I know you didn't want to ask me, but come on a roll with me. Help me write some of this shit. I'm going to put some money in your pocket. I'm going to give you this position to help you and your family out, which is huge. And most, it, mm-hmm. most people in that position only think about themselves. And then just to see how Kev is with the Plastic Cup boys, like to see him with them. And the biggest, the biggest takeaway that defined to me the man that Kevin Hart is and I want to say we did talk about this <laughs> was the scene with his father. We talked about that. I do specifically remember that. That scene with his father is like really did showcase who he is. You know, his father, once again, being like Joey, being afraid to ask. Because of the past and things that took place. Yeah. And he's like, don't worry about it. All you got to do is just say, yo, I need this and it's yours. You know, and then I see LeBron and I see the stuff that LeBron's doing. And and I see, you know, even even with his, you know, even with his death, like the stuff that Kobe was doing. Yeah, Kobe was doing a lot that I didn't know about off the court. Right. Like a like lot. I know about the, the children's books and the. Some of the stuff in the works, but the rest of it, I didn't know. I was like, oh, okay. It's kind of like what Nip was doing. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what all that Nip had going on. Like, I yeah. knew it was the music and I knew it was the store. And it's kind of the same way. And I, and you know, it, it's kind of it's like, it's kind of how like Jay does things for people that no one knows about. Right. Like the whole Wayne situation. Yeah. With the whole Wayne situation. But even when like Columbine happened. Yeah. All the money from the concert went to Columbine. Went straight to Columbine. You know, um, you know, when the Twin Towers went down, he was there. Donating proceeds of every ticket sold when I was out on the road, and that's how you judge Hove. You know, him doing the things behind the scenes. That's why I'm really like, as much as I despised and, and I did hate that he did this with the NFL, I hold on to that hope because of what he's done in the past. Because of his track record. That he will do certain things Make that he way, will, you know. And I know this is Super Bowl Sunday and I'm not the football guy, but I got to ask you, did you see the reported <laughs> commercial 
that the NFL has rejected from PETA. Well, Cap, I heard about it. I didn't fully look into it. I saw the the article. I didn't read it. You didn't see the commercial? No. The commercial is out. Oh, it is? Yeah, it's floating on Twitter. It's out. And they have animals taking knees. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> like the minute you, the, I think it's like the first animal you see is like a bear. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Talk, I'm about to find this shit. Okay, I'm going to tell you, it might be on Jamel Hill's page. If you follow Jamel Hill on Twitter, go to hers, just keep scrolling. I'm pretty sure it's there. I'm pretty sure it's going to be there. Or if you go to the um, Know Your Rights Twitter, they they have it. That's Cap's, um, this is that's Cap's campaign. Yeah. So, that was just interesting because if that's true, that the NFL is like, nah, we ain't gonna put this out on the Super Bowl like that. It's like, damn, like you really not going, you really on some shit like that? They probably are. I'm not, I'm not surprised. Like, come on, man. Did you, okay. I can't find it. Damn, I'm gonna uh, look another time. Yeah, I, I'll show you off, off here. Um, wow, yeah, animals taking these. Yeah, yeah. The funny one was they had a snake. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> you got you got to see how they did it. It was kind of funny, but <laughs> so like that's that Fast and Furious shit. <laughs> shit don't make sense, but we going. <laughs> it don't make sense, but we going. Yeah, man. It, <sighs> so since the Super Bowl Sunday, what are you doing today? Because I know what I'm working. Okay, you got it out. I'm working. Even if I wasn't working, I will not be watching it. I respect it. Somebody better call me when it's when the halftime show come on. Oh, trust me, the group chat about to be nuts. Oh my god, Russ about to be blood. The, the group chat about to be nuts. I'm just telling you. Russ about to go ballistic. Shout out to Russ for that blazer, by the way. That shit was hard. Dude. <laughs> right. All I need to know is just, just somebody just needs to text me when the halftime show is taking place. Man, I'm going to sleep. As soon as that shit starts. You can go to sleep. Those is like my, those is like two of my like dream women performing. Here we go. Like somebody on Twitter was like, if there is a super, if there's a football God, a wardrobe malfunction will take place. Wow. Wow. Niggas are ruthless. I was like, wow. Uh, did you agree though? No. Mm. I didn't because it's like, mm. Yeah, they, they shit it on Jennifer. Her wall drove my function. I mean, it's the, who? I mean, white man got away with it. I know, it's, it's not even about the whole. I'm like, it's like a nipple slip. All right, cool. Like, what's it's a, it's just a nipple. Duh, no, 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 Duh. no. But what I'm saying is, is people people be really bugged. Like people, oh my god, like her nip, like all this. I mean, they do that with women breastfeeding. No, no. But what I'm saying is, is that. People get crazy over like people really be like, yo, like, like dudes really like snapshot, still shot, keep that, use it as like a motivation to. Uh, uh, all right, yeah. I don't want to go. I don't want to go there. Like, but that's what I'm saying. Like people, like that's what I'm saying. Like people are really like looking, like they look. Listen, just let them to be on stage and just let them just dance. Just let Shakira move her hips. Like two minutes. Like I said, I'm, I'm satisfied for the rest of the year. I'm going to sleep. That shit is a snooze fest. <laughs> so how you? They better bring out Pitbull. God damn it! You gotta bring out all of Miami. Nah, they ain't bringing out Trick and Treat. I can tell you that offhand. I know. Oh, listen, listen, you they gotta bring out Ross you, either. You gotta bring out the South Beach 
Oh, that part of Miami. Miami. Not the real Miami. Can't bring out Dade County. But shit, Jago ain't even from there. Neither is Shakira. I understand. Jago from the Bronx. But, I don't know where Shakira from. But they're, they're Hispanic. Miami's full of Cubans. I understand Neither that. Neither one of them a Cubano. I understand that, but they're Hispanic. Some bullshit. Miami, Miami love them too, just like they love fucking Flo Rida and Pitbull. I suppose. You know, all I that's all I care about. All I care about is just seeing them too. I just don't see them dance together. I don't give a fuck about anything else. You have fun with that, bro. So, you have fun with that. I'm finished. Like, as soon as they announced that shit, I'm like, all right. I, know I laughed. I know what I'm doing. I laughed. It's like, really? That's, I, I think I even said it on here. I was like, really? Like, so the Super Bowl, this is what Jay signed up for, and this is what you give us. You know, I didn't even think about that aspect of it. You give us J Lo and Shakira. Cool. Yeah, because he was supposed to do the entertainment and halftime shit. Yeah. (laughs) All right, let me get off this fucking mic before I say some (laughs) shit. This Black History Month, I can't do this. Can't start off like this. Right. So this has been Views from the Two. It's your boy, Sean Pesos. And as always, it's your main man, Chi. Y'all be safe out here. Be easy. We'll be back. Yes, indeed. Much happier spirits, by the way. I mean, I know we're real happy this week, but we'll be back to joking and talking shit and all that. I'll try. I can't. I, I can't make any promises. One day at a time, bro. <laughs> one day at a time. I'm trying to take it one day at a time. One day at a time. <laughs> but all right, y'all. We out. Later.